Hello everybody, it's Catherine Colas here from simplyhormones.com and I'm here today to talk to Sue Brain. Um, now Sue has written a super book that's coming out shortly called Sex, Meaning and the Menopause. And, uh, and I'm going to just say a bit about that before we start talking to Sue. Uh, I've had a preview and I like it very much. The book tackles taboos around sexual changes, looks at the grief of saying goodbye to youth and fertility, and explores deeper spiritual significance of the ageing process, and provides a different perspective on medical treatments and alternative approaches, and hears from men about what it's like to live with a menopausal woman. I know my husband would like some input on that one. Anyway, hello Sue, nice to talk to you at last. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Um, I th- if we can just plunge straight into your book, I'd like to ask you what thoughts ultimately led you, ultimately led you to wanting to write this book. Well, um, I got really fed up trying to find information that worked for me personally, mm-hmm. and really being told that I ought to have my menopause fixed <laughs> through hormone treatment. Yeah. And I felt really angry about that because I was having, certainly having some changes. I, I, I was, I had my menopause, I was really lucky with my menopause because mm. honestly I really only had a few kind of tepid lows as I call them yeah. and some headaches and that was about it. But I noticed huge sexual changes for me. Um, yeah. That was the big thing and I didn't understand that was what was going on. But all the information I read about it was that I should get it fixed. And if I didn't, there was something wrong with me. And that, I found that really distressing. Yes. Yeah. So it's that, and it's that dreaded M word. Nobody wants to mention it, do they? Uh, so is it a dysfunction in need of treatment? Um, what's your view on this? Well, I don't think it is. I mean, I think some women obviously have a lot of uh, symptoms that I didn't, and some of them are very, very distressing for them. And of course, I think that if it is extremely distressing, then, you know, we do have modern medicine that can help certainly to contain it or to rebalance what's going on. And I think, you know, everybody has every right to, to that treatment if it yeah. is available. Yes. But I think there's an awful lot of women like me that did, weren't necessarily distressed about what, what was happening for them, mm. except there was a confusion about um, the, the sexual changes that I was happening. I suddenly, yeah. you know, my libido was taking a, a, a major plummet. Yes. And I didn't understand that. And or everything was the fact that my body was, a, the menopause was a dysfunction. And I thought, mm-hmm. no, it's not. It's, mm-hmm. I'm 52. I'm just normally going through what my body should be should going be. through at yes. this age. Yes, and uh, it's it's also it was quite enlightening some research I read recently that it's now being accepted that menopause is a major health event in a woman's life. I think there, there's so much information out there if you're if you want to become pregnant, if you are pregnant, and if you're a new parent, but there's still mm-hmm. so little um, on but menopause it, but, but, itself. My big issue isn't the fact that it's not just about a medical event. It's mm. much, much more complex than yes. that. It's yeah. a profound spiritual yes. deepening of a woman. I mean, you're called to the really deepest part of yourself. You yes. have to say goodbye to the woman that you were. Mm. You have to say goodbye to your fertility. You have to say goodbye to the fact that men don't fancy you particularly anymore yes. or certainly find you attractive in a different way. Yeah. And you have to really face the fact you are now aging. And mm. it's 
it, for me, it was a very, very confusing time. And there wasn't, I couldn't find anything out there really no. to help me. And that's why I ended up writing the book. So the book is not about medical symptoms. It's no. about the much, much deeper complex issues that we face as individuals and yes. collectively as we go through the menopause. Yes, that's right. It, cause it is an emotional roller coaster and that's mm. not, and that's probably the main function that nobody talks about because mm. uh, you you do feel as if you're all over the place and um uh and you can't cope and and it can be quite scary it was certainly scary for me um, mm. in many instances and and I hear from so many women and and I think it's in your book too that they think they're um they've got alzheimer's well, I think a lot of women get very confused and concerned about the fact they stop forgetting everything and they find themselves yes. upstairs saying, what am I up here for? And I think there's a lot of that that, that isn't really sort of explained properly. And it's all to do with basically the, the, the drop of estrogen ne- yes. level. Yes. As soon as your, your um, ovaries start turning off as you go through the menopause or the menopause has happened to you surgically or, or, or yeah. um, whatever other way it does happen yes. to you. Mm. You know, that plummet, it, it affects every single part of you. And, it, of course, yes. it affects your brain. I mean, you know, and I think that these things aren't spoken about. Mm. But I still don't want to stay with the medicalization of the menopause. No. For me, it's such a profound experience yes. as, as me as a person and how I fit into life and how you go through the menopause and, and all the information is once you, you know, you, once you stopped having period for 12 months, you're no longer, you, you, you're through the menopause. Well, that's rubbish. Yes. The menopause is huge change. It takes yes. years, sometimes up to 10 years to, yeah. to really feel your way through to this other side of being post-menopause. That's right, yes. And I think it's not until you are post-menopausal, um, unless you've had a, better understanding earlier on in your life it's not until you are postmenopausal that things do start to you understand it so much better and then you start to have more energy again and you want to take things in a different direction and do different things and have a new life in effect isn't it yeah well i think also you can see so as a postmenopausal woman i think there's something there is a gift actually in in the death of fertility the death of being a young woman a yeah. very very painful experience to go through for me yes. anyway yes. but now i'm at the other side i feel much more peaceful with who i am mm. and now i can see life and i see it through younger women who i work as a psychotherapist who yes come to me and I can see their, when they're talking about their midlife crises at 40, 45 maybe 50 I can actually see the sort of archetypal journey that we're all on yes, yeah. and I think this being in a postmenopausal state I've been freed up really I mean I, it's sort of such a cliche to, to say the wise woman but yes. I do feel I have a much more objective viewpoint and a much clearer viewpoint about how life plays itself out Yes, and I'm deeply grateful for that. Yes, and do you feel if you'd have had some of that information um, at the beginning of the journey, it might have been an easier journey? Um, I ask quite a lot of people about that. Some some interviewees say, "I don't think you can ever prepare for it," and I, in a sense, I agree because it's such a personal mm. journey. Your own menopause—you can't compare it really with no. anybody else's. It's like divorce or a death. Mm. You know, dealing with a death—it's it's such a personal thing. Although it's also very collective. Yes. I think I think I would have liked to have been warned about the sexual changes I went through. Mm. 
were normal. Yes. They were not abnormal. Yes. They're normal. It's yes. what happens to a woman as she gets to a certain age. Now, some women carry on being just as sexual as they ever were. Yes. Fantastic. But a lot of women, in fact, one in two women mm. experience something called vaginal atrophy. Yes. Where where it's very painful to have sex. Mm. And I wish I'd been, un- I wish I understood that more. I wish I'd, un- I wish I'd understood what that was going to mean to me, what yes. it was going to mean to my husband and yes. my relationship and how much pressure it put on my relationship. Mm. And because my, neither of my husband were prepared for that. No. Um, it really was quite, we went through quite an interesting experience. And that was one of the reasons that I wrote the book actually, mm. just to say, look, these, Changes that happen are normal, yes. except we're sold that they are a dysfunction, yes. and that's not true. Yes, and I think that's very much down to um, what happens with this, this, the fact that our sexuality is so medicalized now. Yes, yes. You know, you go on the pill when you're a girl, and you go on yeah. to HRT as an older woman. Yes. Hang on a second. Who are we in between? Yes. Um, yeah, and if you don't look good at the same time, then there's oh. nothing else to throw at you. And if yes. you, you know, I, I've chosen to go grey, um, yes. head because I wanted to make a statement that actually, yes, I am an old woman. I'm, I'm you know, 18 months, I'm, I'm going to be 60. Yes. It doesn't mean to say that I don't feel just as, a, in fact, even more alive than I did as a younger woman. Yes. But I personally, and I can only talk for myself, I don't want to deny the fact I'm getting older. I actually want to celebrate it. Yes. I want to look. There's no reason why I can't look good with grey hair or no, have hair dyed. Absolutely. But I think it's yeah. about what works for you inside you. Yes. But I don't want to chase youth because youth is not no. part of who I am anymore, mm. although I do feel incredibly youthful inside me. Yes, yes. It's not uh, It's not the, the book. Uh, it's what's inside the book yeah. that's, uh, that's better. And I, and I think also um, talking about... Uh, the, the confusion that goes on with the brain and everything um, that I've likened it to I don't think women understand that hormones are messengers so the brain sending messages yeah. all around the body to do X, Y and Z and because the, the hormones aren't uh, in the right quantity or quality then strange things happen but I liken it to uh, being rewired, having a new IT system installed and some of the wires aren't joining up properly and so that's why you get sparks in different directions because things aren't working too well. Uh, yes, I think the word atrophy is quite prevalent here mm. because I think things do start to sort of dry up after yes. as you menopause. You're just not a juicy, fertile woman anymore. No. And I think we're what we're sold, the image in the media is that we're sold that we should be this juicy young woman still age 60. Yes. Well, sorry, you know, the reality is evolution has made us such yes. that at a certain point in our life, this is what happens. Yes. And the trouble is, we, you know, in a way, we've gone beyond evolution. And now, of course, we're living maybe longer. 30 years after yeah. our menopause. And working longer for the first time and ever. working mm. longer, but the whole sexual um, sort of obsessed culture that we live in, saying, oh, God, you, you shouldn't look that old. You should look <laughs> like a 20-year-old. Well, look what happened to Joan Collins. You know, yes. at the Oscars is a classic example, trying to get an, a, a dress that should have been fitted for a 22-year-old, and she ended up in hospital having fainted. Well, I mean, you know, come on. Oh, dear, I didn't know that had happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. You know, it, who, uh, 
this is this is mm. uh, the problem is the me- the baby media. boomers yes. are growing up with a media that is completely youth obsessed and we're the first yes. generation this has ever happened to mm. so we're, we're we're kind of being straddled in these two worlds of growing older but still being you know sort of thumped every day was well you shouldn't look that old yes we, we do are. something about it yes you, you're supposed yeah. to have plastic it's, surgery and all the other stuff yes get the botox out yes yeah going back to your book sue did, was mm. there any one particular interview in there that uh, that strikes you that you remember yeah particular? um particularly uh, as a collective thing it was without question talking to the men yes i found that the most enlightening encouraging heartwarming experience and i guess because i didn't know most of them they sort of they, they were step forward um, um uh, people's partners and husbands step yes. forward, yeah. and i actually interviewed them on um through skype or on the phone a lot of them and my and i suppose because i was this kind of disembodied voice really yeah my goodness me they opened up and yes virtually all of them had never spoken about this before they were so confused about their wives yes. metaphors. Yeah. Or they were feeling rejected because their wife suddenly didn't want sex they yes. took it certainly and you know that they were struggling to make sense of it they didn't want to have you know they love their wives yes i mean okay you know and they wanted of, to support them but the the, the woman yeah, is saying go away and leave me alone yeah. Absolutely, mm. and um, so that's one of the reasons I wrote the the book for men as well, mm. so that they've actually they can read about other men's experiences and actually not feel so utterly alone with it. I mean, I know of men they've told me that you know they've sort of been going on the internet and all they can find out is well you need to go on HRT and yes. so they're saying to their wives well you need to go on HRT and the wives are going well I don't want to yes and so huge rows of <laughs> well you having sex with him and so um yeah. I, I interviewed um um two sex therapists as well about the psychological aspect Mm. of what happens when sexual changes occur Mm -hmm. in a relationship later in life and how hard it is Mm. and I don't pull any punches you know that the men are graphic in what they have explained about how they cope when they don't have sex with their wife yes yeah and do you did you also find because uh, I get a lot of men emailing me and talking to me on the phone and in great distress in some cases um, and what I've noticed over a period of time is that the men seem to notice the physiological changes in their partners before the women do or perhaps the women don't want to recognize it and don't want to acknowledge it but the men do see those changes and they want to do something about it and just don't know how yeah i think that's absolutely right um and i i think that also a woman goes through um such a it's you know such a deep profound change in who she is Mm. a man Yes, he does have a life, midlife crisis. You know, I know that's mm. scientifically proven now, but doesn't have this almighty fall in hormones that a woman does. No. And 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 I and also with a woman, so she you know she goes through this the midlife crisis. You know, at forty, who am I? And then wham, she goes straight into the menopause without much of a of a, of a breath in between. Yes. So the changes that she incurs uh, inside herself of mm. who. Am I? Yes. What am I here for? What? Are, what's you know? How can I find my place in the world without the role of mother and wife? Yes. 
I think it's much more profound than a man's experience because normally I don't want to sort of like categorize all men as this no but men, when they're unhappy will often leave to go to another woman mm-hmm. where the women will leave to be on their own to find out who they are it's a yes. very very different experience and yes. this is very frightening for men when they're married to women who they'd be married to forever, who'd be looking after them, cleaning and washing their shirts, etc. And suddenly the women are going, hang on a second, I don't do <laughs> That's right. And then they're going, where's my wife gone? Yes, yes, and I just want my she, wife back is a yeah, very common... Wife ain't going to come back no, like that. She's no. going to be a different person, mm. you know, unless she chooses the role of carer and steps into being the grandmother. But again, we're not talking sexual here. No, no. It's, um, We're talking a sexual identity here. Yes, and I think none of that is really covered in everyday, in magazines, newspapers or anything. They uh, just they just look at the surface, don't they, and make a few yeah. ripples, but they yeah. don't really get into the depths of it. Um, I, I think the other thing I found really interesting was also interviewing women who'd chosen to take HRT. Mm. Or There's plenty of women that don't need this, by the way, that yeah. they don't these sexual changes but there's a lot of women do which enables older women to to continue to be sexually um, active and of course there's a huge issue now of of older um, men and women um, um, getting sexually transmitted diseases because there's no sex education for older couples who are changing partners they they think it happens to them that's right and HIV now is one of the biggest issues now mm. um, in sexually transmitted d- d- diseases in older couples that's so right yeah. there's a major health warning about that in the book yes take responsibility and you know put a condom in your pocket yes yes just when you think you don't need that anymore you, you've got to be vigilant once again haven't you it comes up time and time again I think there's a huge lack of general information and understanding about sex as an older person. Yes, yes, because Mm. it has never been spoken about. And I keep hearing time and time again that to enjoy an intimate relationship doesn't necessarily have to, um, I can't think of the word now, Uh, it has to have to have penetration. Absolutely. Yes. I think because, and I hate to say it, we are now sort of riding on the back of the porn industry, if you like, and that comes yeah. from what's happened on the internet. It's been driven by the porn industry. Originally, the internet was. Yes. And all the, all the images, I mean, you know, I can't remember. It's something like five, five million, 500 million pages on the internet mm. are to do with pornography. Yes. And pornography is about penetration. Now, if a guy isn't getting sex and he goes onto the internet because, you know, fair enough, he's looking at pornography, whatever, um, you know, and he's going to see it's all about penetration, a man then doesn't understand there's other ways to be intimate. Yes. And there's a big, big problem here Mm. about the fact that a lot of women, older women, don't want to be penetrated anymore. It doesn't mean to say they don't love their husband. No. They can actually have a different kind of intimacy, but for a man... You know, that, that sort of evolution, yes. a need to have yes. penetration, yeah. to be fulfilled. That's right. It's, 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 a, it's a big issue. Mm. And it doesn't match necessarily with a woman who's growing older on a sexual level. No, that's right. And, of course, men are being prescribed Viagra. 
and there's the the poor woman on the other side with vaginal atrophy and uh, of course all hell breaks loose but but I don't think it's necessarily the internet either I think it's it's just men's upbringing and how men talk to each other that it's all about penetrative sex uh, it's having a good bang yes that's right are you getting it are you getting it it's all about that isn't it yeah yeah Mm. And uh, no, oh well, then you can't have had sex. And this, and this, there's a a lot of the men were, were actually quite shamed the fact that they weren't having sex. Yes, uh, they felt actually embarrassed. They weren't going. You know, they found it very, very difficult to admit. Or if they did, they mm. kind of made, oh God, you know, I didn't get it again this weekend. Yes. You know, again, getting it was nothing about sort of intimate connection. It was all about this sort of the, the physical penetration that goes on. And, yeah. you know, and I can understand, you know, having talked to these guys, I can really understand how frustrating it must be. Yes. There's, the trouble is so many women are having, it seemed to me, I, you know, this is not a scientific study, but it seemed to me to be having penetrative sex to just to keep their husbands quiet. Yes. Yeah. Shut them up. And you just yes. think, no way to have a relationship. No, it isn't. No. You know, and, and again, it isn't spoken about. Yeah. Or if it is, it's made fun of, and um, it's it's, yes, it's highly distressing for a woman to feel that she has to have sex yes. just to keep them quiet, and it's highly distressing for a guy mm. to feel he's having sex with his wife and he knows she doesn't want it anymore. Yes, but and they must know that. Yeah, they must know yeah. that. Yeah, it's very. So I've got a lot of interviews in the book with yes. women talking about this and men. Yes, and. The solution is, you know, you'd have to communicate and find a way which works for you both. Yes. And there's and not a people talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it's a very embarrassing, just like vaginal atrophy is very embarrassing to talk about, mm. so are sexual problems very difficult yeah. to discuss, mm. aren't they? Yeah. And so they avoid yeah. them like the plague and just carry yeah. on and pretend there's nothing wrong. Yeah, and I think, you know, the, the research that has been done into this, you know, the, the women that um, have had very, very good relationships with their husband and yes. a very happy relationship find it much more stressful and upsetting to have these sexual problems through as they go through the menopause because they want to keep intimate with their husbands. Yes. The women who actually think, well, I don't really care, you know, oh, thank God I don't have to do that anymore. Yes. So, so there's there's it, it, it there's quite an interesting psychological difference now, which are, which is that it is being researched at the moment. Yes. Um, but the trouble is with a lot of this academic research, it's fantastic mm. stuff, but it doesn't come out into the public domain. No, they you know, academics unfortunately end up normally talking to academics. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes, they, they make a, there's always a conclusion at the end and what should be achieved from here on in, but that's never taken up by anybody, is it? And, uh, or it's impenetrable, uh, excuse the pun, to yes. read. Yes. I mean, you know, a lay person in the street doesn't want to sort of, you know, sort of trawl through an academic yeah. journal. They just want to know what's going on. Yes. In plain English. I think that's, that's what I've hoped I have achieved in that. Yes, yes. No, I think you have. I think it's a lovely book to read. And um, and I think we've just about covered. Well, we could probably talk ad infinitum about yeah. all these, this uh, this subject of menopause and and sexuality. Um, and um, so, if you have oh, you got a conclusion, to, go on. Just just wanted to add. Yeah. And I'm not very involved in this yourself with women in the work industry yes. and the menopause, and how many women are really struggling with the menopause being in positions of authority 
um, and management and how they really do need huge amount of support. I spoke to women like that. And then I also spoke to a whole bunch of women who just begin to hit their stride. Yes. So, you know, again, it's quite a, this is, it's a very complex area. This is, you can't just say this is what the menopause does for everybody. It doesn't. It's a Mm. very individual journey that we're all on. Yes. And, and generally speaking, um, in some research I just recently picked up, 50% of women do not declare the real reason why they're taking time off work. Yeah. Because, um, the, usually it's to do with line managers. The age, average age of line managers is 43. And yes. they're either disinterested or embarrassed. And yeah. again, if they're a senior executive, they've got nobody else to confine in either. Confide yeah. in. So, yeah. um. And if they're bosses, you know. Yeah. That's also, there's nobody to talk to either. No. I just, it, one, one interview in the book is, is, is a, as, as a woman, in menopause a woman and she's now working in a very youth orientated uh, business mm. and she's really realizes that she can't work in that I- industry anymore because they don't want to be buying from their mothers yes. or with their mothers. oh dear how awful yes you know yeah. and that's a huge that you know that's a really hard thing to come to terms with yes. as wouldn't happen for men no it doesn't happen and that's why the menopause is such a different experience mm. than it is for men at the same age. Yes. They don't age the same way as we do. No. And yeah, that's why I think there needs to be a whole program for men and a whole program for women. Yeah. So that education wise. Yeah, they'll start talking hopefully. That's brilliant. Well, at least everybody can understand more. Yes. And I think if you can understand more, then yes. you can actually be more allowing. Yes, if you're a little better informed, then you have a better understanding of where you can go from here, can't you? Sure. So, and and make better decisions. So, let me just remind everybody the name of your book, Sue. It's called Sex, Meaning and the Menopause. And when is it due to be published? It's due to be published on June the 9th. Right. And it's Continuum Books. It's who books? Continuum Continuum Books. Continuum Books. Yeah. And it's out already on Amazon, um, and you can pre-order copies now. Yeah, and it's also on my website, which is www.suebrain.co.uk. And I also blog on ageing issues and the menopause. That's excellent. Okay, Sue. And, of course, this book is for men and women, and uh, I found it a very good read. Yeah. So um, thank you so much for that, Sue. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon because you've got another book that I'm very interested in called The D Word, which is about dying. And uh, so talking about dying, different ways to talk about dying. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I've I've just bought that myself, so I'm going to have a read uh, of that first, and we'll uh, we'll get back together on that one. Thank you once again, Sue. Lovely to talk to you. Thank and you. And you, Catherine. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Keep.